0: Beverly? Are you okay? Beverly it. What? Jesus Jesus Christ. What the fuck are you doing, Beth? Beverly? This isn't my face. What Beth? No, no, don't do that. Bev! Put the scissors down. Look at me! Bev, okay, stop. It's not me. No, 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 don't do that. Bev. Can you help me? Bev, Bev, stop. No, 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 Bev, early, stop.
1: Back to the grind. Well,
2: well, well, here we are, dude. No more
1: leprechauns. I got it. Wait, I might have
2: something for you real quick. No, I swear to fucking God if you play this. Didn't you already do this on the pod?
0: Hello, darkness,
2: Actually, it applies
1: now. Now it's it, not me just randomly selecting a meme.
0: Fuck you. I can't fucking
1: Come on, dude. that's still ha- if cool. This is,
2: if this is a run-on meme, no, it's not. That's still funny. No, are,
1: the, it's not been in the pod. It hasn't been introduced because we weren't recording last time.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, this is
1: new canon, dude. So bad. Oh, uh, <laughs> New Canon. New Fuck memes. off. Fresh hot memes. Maybe we should trademark that before somebody starts running off and using that
2: meme.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh,
1: I, don't,
2: I don't want it. I want someone else to use it. I, I almost am not have, a
1: fan. I'm working on a little soundboard, maybe.
2: Oh, my God. Dude, I'm to be so pissed one. off if that's like button number one, like yeah. the big red button. That's going to be closest to my finger, so I can just tap that. You're gonna be hearing a lot of that. Yeah, I look forward to it. Obviously. Well, you should introduce this movie. This is your pick. All the all right, guys. We watched The Void that came out in 2016. Uh, if you want to watch it for free, it's on Tubi. Uh, oh, yeah. The runtime is about an hour and a half. A pretty good, sizable movie. Very Leprechaun esque. So it's good that we're sticking to the margin there. That's gonna be the new. Uh, the, that's the new bar. It's really the sweet going spot. Forward. You better. That's the sweet spot. You better
1: wow me if you're going over an hour and a half with a horror movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, like a minute over, dude. It better be some funny ass credits, like Leprechaun Origins. Huh? Oh yeah, no, you uh, missed it because you fucking turned it off. Dude, as soon we're as it done ended. with the Leprechaun series. We are not talking about I'm
1: ever. On, man. I'm I'll talk about Leprechaun. It. I'm not talking about that movie <laughs> specifically.
2: <laughs> but uh, Jordan, I I have to know, man, because I was ecstatic when you said you've never seen this before. You want to tell me your experience real quick before we go into the synopsis of the movie?
1: Well, yeah, it's my first time. I have seen it a bunch. I think it's usually always on either like Tubi or one of the streaming apps that I like watch horror on. So like, it's always been on my list to watch. But as I've said before, I'm weird. Where like, if I know just looking at it, I was like, this is a good movie. I just knew it. <laughs> so really, yeah. Any good movies, I just save forever. Like I'm a coll- yeah. weird collector. I am like, oh no no, don't open that one. That that's rare. So like I yeah. just watch. Let me just play this trash movie that's rated like a three. Mm-hmm.
2: Let me go on Netflix real quick and <laughs> yeah. check out some movies. Dude, yeah, I was anxious though because I know this movie does have a lot of mixed feelings about it. Really? Yeah, but like there, it's kind of like a difference between like critics in quotes and then just like audience viewers of the movie. So, but overall, what, what would you say that I say ex- great? You expected to be good or um.
1: <laughs> I mean, it is, I'm just glad it wasn't, it was sci-fi, but, like, I envisioned it more sci-fi, which I'm kind of glad mm. it wasn't, really.
2: Yeah. Definitely, like, towards the end, it got really sci-fi again. Which is I, fine. I wanted to, yeah. But I like, wanted to throw you off, like, trying to give you that expectation, like, yeah, it's like John Carpenter's The Thing, which was kind of true, but then I said, uh, it was also, like, what was the other movie I gave you? Or, show uh, I, Hellraiser? Hellraiser, yeah, which it kind of is, like, towards the end. Towards the it's end. Really, Hellraiser
1: 2, too, for sure.
2: Yeah. It, it, but it's a lot more Silent Hill-esque. And so that's why I don't want to spoil it, because, like, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen a lot of Silent Hill, but it's, like, even when I was watching, like, you know, behind the scenes and, like, the making of the film, like, the two directors were super inspired from, like, Silent Hill and very, really? like, aesthetic horror like that, yeah. And there's a lot of cut content that I want to talk about, but... Oh, nice. Uh, Yeah, I'm just glad that you liked it because I was worried you were gonna be like, "Yeah, it was all right, bro." Practical effects, okay, sucked ass. Oh, practical
1: effects were amazing, top, top, top (laughs) tier, dude. Amazing. I will say that actually is a good comparison. Like when mm -hmm. you start start talking about the thing and those movies, Hellraiser. Like, uh, I was thinking it was gonna be more culty too, and like the cult is there throughout the whole movie, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it doesn't really matter. It's like just enough to where it's like. Just constant, like, like, uh, like it keeps moving the whole movie, it's moving, but like it doesn't rely too much on the cult or getting into like what it is or why it
2: is, which I like. It's like right into the action,
1: yeah. Uh, you want to hear some taglines?
2: Yeah, yeah. I actually never, I don't think I've ever seen any taglines for this movie, actually.
1: So, the first one, I think the one they use is a new dimension in evil.
2: <laughs> so okay, all right, um, there story. is a, a hell. This is worse. Mm. Very that was in, that was in the trailer.
1: Oh, okay, that's very yeah. much Hellraiser. <laughs> um, or just slightly different. There is hell. This is worse. So no, there is a hell. Mm. <laughs> or a There's twisted nightmare. A mm-hmm. Yeah. So it looks like it released. It premiered at Fantastic Fest in September of 2016. Um, and it had, like, a 2017, April 2017 release date, like, or in March, like, end of March, yeah. like, uh, limited theater run, which I literally think was, like, one night or something.
2: Yeah, probably. They didn't make a whole lot of money from this movie, unfortunately. I always wonder with streaming, though. So there's got to be something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, definitely after the fact. After this, It's probably one of those movies where, like, after a couple of years, people start picking it up again. Yeah,
1: this is a cool... Definitely unknown movie, but very cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Which I I was surprised because I mean I, I knew about it pretty well uh, when I first watched it, and then kind of after. Oh, I went under how did the rug. you find out about it? I found out about it because, ironically enough, when I was uh, actually playing through Silent Hill with a buddy, uh, under recommended on YouTube, it showed The Void, and I was like, well, "What the fuck is this?" Like, what? I thought it was like a video game at first, and then you could like rent it on YouTube. And uh, I was like, "Fuck you! Want to watch it?" And he's like, "Sure, whatever." Oh, but, nice. Yeah, but I had no idea it was like actually Silent Hill related or inspired from the directors. But uh, only after I watched like the behind the scenes after watching it a third time because I watched it twice. I watched it with my friend originally, and then I watched it with a whole group of my buddies. And I tried to kind of like mess with them, being like, "Yeah, no, this movie is like just kind of a action movie, giving them like no information." I didn't even tell them the name of the movie, so I wanted to be like as shocked as possible.
1: Damn, that's gotta be your thing, like. <laughs> is body horror if you think about yeah. it like silent hill the thing mm-hmm. this movie
2: like that's got to be your number one thing because it yeah that's the shit that'll really disturb me and like uh a criticism i heard about it from like critics saying that like characters don't really give enough impact on certain scenes which like i mean i can see that but like bro if you have genuine like kind of frantic vibe like if the whole room is very frantic and like you know, they're freaking out, stressing over everything like that, I really like because Me it feels too. so natural and it's easy to, like, replicate. And I felt like the actors all did a really good job. Yeah, I didn't that. need... And then,
1: I always talk about, like, I don't give a shit about these characters, but that's in mm-hmm. movies that are, like, where they're trying to make you care and it's, like, purposely mm-hmm. being slow and drawn out, whereas, like, this, you don't have time to be, like, getting to know them.
2: <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, even getting into, like, oh, your father was a cop and stuff. They threw that out there, but, like, even that, it, you didn't need it at all, like... Yeah, it's, it's a just fight like for minor
2: character building. Like, it does no harm. It, it's just yeah. like, yeah, here's a little bit of, like, tidbits. And it gives, like, a little bit more character motivation or, like, if you're really into the characters, which, like, some people want to get attached to, there's, like, your little, you know, sliver of, like, relatability. It's like, yeah, I'm following my father's footsteps, yada yada. Yeah, and this it is does a does Like, survival. it caters.
1: Mm-hmm. And people but are just yeah. getting
2: wrecked. That's the other thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking insane. And, like, no I really like how... You know, like, they fight the monsters in this, too. They're not, like, running away scared. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Silent Hill, where, like, you can fight the monsters and shit like that. It's just very... This would it, be a I great video yeah. Body game. horror is just my big thing, and especially practical effects with body horror. Like, it'll really get me. There's, I would love to play this video game. Dude, if they honestly made a game about... Well, I mean, they are making a game, and I don't want to turn this into a gaming podcast, but there You're is always a game trying. coming out... That uh, dude, I am. And here's my gaming news. Uh, there was a game announced, teased actually by, I believe, the creative director of Silent Hill. And I don't recall the name of the game because I think it's a project title, but it is looking fucking phenomenal. It is pure body horror. I can just imagine
1: like, his reaction when he heard that, like, they were gonna, they were announcing this. <laughs>
2: Is that a, what does that even mean dude what does that even mean because he's going Who? back he's going whose reaction whoever the producer or whatever <laughs> yeah. fuck off dude that's oh my god dude fuck no, i'm bringing you. it
1: back man that meme never no you're it. not
2: <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> fuck off but also i i don't know if you've ever heard of a uh, dead space yes
1: space yeah horror
2: yes yeah, the space horror and like the monsters and that or like they're pretty much like zombies, but you can only turn into a zombie after you're dead, they're necromorphs. And that is also like a big thing about this movie. It's like once you die then you transform. Oh, okay. So yeah. that was like another kind of I don't think they were inspired off of Dead Space, obviously, far more Silent Hill. But uh I wanted to compare that as well, another gamer reference is that only the infected turn after they die. I wonder if
1: you liked body horror before you liked video games or they're tied together, or because body horror happens a lot in video games you like it which game first i'll
2: be real i think it's just because i'm very like queasy with like parasite like gross transformation shit like it always kind of freaks me out but i really can enjoy it when like people put the effort to like make it disturbing and i love seeing the directors and like the artists talk about it they're like yeah, uh when we presented this and everything to like our main producer, they were utterly disgusted. It was awesome. They were freaked out. Uh it's I don't know, it's just like when people explore that territory, I just find it really fascinating. One amazing
1: think, part about body horror yeah. is it all relies on like to do it well, it relies on practical effects, which I love.
2: Exactly. It relies on effort. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and especially just when you put in the effort, like it works. Well, I'll give you a little synopsis. Synopsis. Yeah. You uh. just formed a new synapse with that fucking <laughs> stupid meme every single time you get a chance. Yeah, I'm growing I'll find stronger. something, dude. I'll find something even cringier. But good luck.
1: <laughs> when Sheriff Deputy Carter discovers a blood-soaked man limping down a deserted road, he rushes him to a local hospital with the bare-bones night shift staff. As cloaked, cult-like figures surround the building, the patients and staff inside start to turn ravenously insane. Trying to protect the survivors, Carter leads them into the depths of the hospital where they discover a gateway to immense evil. You want to welcome these bitches to primetime?
2: Oh, bro, let's fucking get them. This is
0: it, Jennifer. You're big break in TV. Welcome to time bitch.
1: So we don't actually have a budget. But this movie was crowdfunded, partially at mm-hmm. least, which I noticed like at the – I went through the whole credits and I saw like there was like a 1,000 names at the end. I was like, oh, shit, was this crowdfunded? <laughs> and then Our I – Patrons. It doesn't seem like they got that much though. Like even, even though the re- rewards are awesome. This is back – I found the Indiegogo page from where they raised it and they got 82,000. Um, from 1100 backers and they have like crazy like rewards Mm -hmm. for like literally naming characters after yourself (laughs) getting an apprenticeship from Steve Kostansky who's like one of the directors, writers and he's the one who made us even bring this up because he did Leprechaun Returns Mm -hmm. Um, you could be in the film as a patient for $2000 or be a disciple for $2,500. We missed it, dude.
2: Fuck. If only.
1: Damn, that sucks. Or for I mean, 4000 we, we we're like
2: almost five years behind now. I know. That's actually pretty crazy.
1: This movie looks so good, though. It doesn't look old. Even though five yeah. years is actually nothing, but it looks mm-hmm. great. I think it'll stand up like for and, years. And
2: I'm normally the one, too, that I don't... And it was just a weird thing I had. I hate yellow lighting in films, like, warm colors for whatever reason, or at least for horror movies, but, like, this did a really good eerie job of the hospital yeah, going through the halls and everything, like, towards the very beginning and, like, close to the middle. Hospitals they, like, can be boring, honestly.
1: I, yeah. hate, I a lot of times I don't like when movies are set, especially in, like, one location,
2: but this mm. one pulled it off for me. Yeah, I mean, it's all just about how quick you go through the set That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the location. As long as you're moving constantly, not standing in the same place for like 20 minutes. Yeah, and they split up and they're basically, yeah, they're constantly on the move. Mm -hmm. And that basement is like terrifying. Fucking insane. Yeah, no. Literally Silent Hill. (laughs) I hate to keep comparing it to it, but yeah, no, literally. Kind of like Dead by Daylight, dude. I was expecting that doctor to pop up. Dude, exactly, right? (laughs) Well, it's crazy. I mean, I Ah, no. Why is it because I said we got to stop making
1: daylight. Dead by Daylight references?
2: <laughs> no, I was gonna say, uh, Doctor Richard honestly could have pulled up. I mean, he looks a lot like. Um, I don't know why he. To me, he looked a lot like. Um, oh my god! I forgot. Jeepers creepers. What is the? I think. Fuck! I'm. I'm just the, the the monster's name. Yeah, the monster. What is his name again? Does he have a name? Not, like, an actual name, but, like, his title, he's... <sighs> like, what he is? It is? Not... Yeah. I don't
1: remember him being called anything.
2: Was he not called, like, uh... Oh, maybe after the first one he was. Yeah, what What was he, like, called? Fuck, I forgot, like, the name of, like, the Jeepers Creepers monster. Honestly, that's a good question. Like, Creeper? Or... Or, <laughs> or first Jeeper? First name Jeeper, I... last name Creeper. Name Creeper, okay, Where'd you maybe. get those peepers, dude? <laughs> Oh, his name was Peeper, Mr. Peepers. That was <laughs> yeah. his fucking name. He was
1: always peeping in on those girls. And yeah, like,
2: no, he, insane sexual offender. I mean. That's the real horror. Yeah, and that's a Jeepers
1: wild Jeepers. progression. Like, you go, <laughs> that's why, don't be peeping. You go from peeping in a few girls' windows, and now I mean, you.
2: the director was literally projecting on his monsters, so. True. Yeah.
1: He was jeeping, creeping, and peeping,
2: dude. Peeping, <laughs> creeping in that jeep. <laughs> like, Fucking yikes! yikes. <laughs> Damn, I thought we'd
1: never have talked about Victor Salva again. Ugh. Even though I do love the first Jeepers Creepers.
2: Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> anyway, instead of me faffing, yeah, let's get back on track. My bad. Yeah, so this movie bad, is babe.
1: like actually, I'll wait for the effects end of it, but I don't really have any information on budget. Minus that, like, I don't, dude. I honestly think this was a passion project, like project. Oh, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there was a lot of money in this.
2: Because, yeah, uh, Stephen Kostansky, or hang on, I can pronounce his you last got him correctly. Kostansky. Okay. Yeah, Stephen Kostansky Kus- and uh, Jeremy Gilles- Gillespie? Gillespie. Gillespie? Okay. Wow. Now I feel like a substitute, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, but they, they were talking uh, about- Wish uh, I had the meme ready. Uh, yeah, no, Fuck. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Whenever dude. Riley
1: tries to spell a word. Hello, <laughs> darkness, miles, Spell
2: friend. a word, bitch spell a word spell read play, pronounce play it for yourself dude then see how it feels <laughs> but uh no they were talking about it and they were like yeah because they just got off of um father's day uh producing that or making that and um we should see that too yeah I, i've never seen it i don't think uh and so they were saying yeah we just got off of uh father's day and we really wanted to and Stephen uh, Kostansky was talking about how, like, you know, we kind of, you know, played around, teased with horror, but never really got into it, and so we really wanted to make a horror film. And Silent Hill was one of our biggest inspirations. I loved watching. Which is kind of crazy. Wait, is Father's Day not a (laughs) horror movie? I I think it's more of a thriller. Oh, okay. And he
1: pretty much exclusively does horror after this.
2: Yeah, I mean, thank you. Like, honestly, thank you. The the Um, amount
1: of shit that they've touched is crazy
2: yeah it's like almost unfathomable because i only thought he would have touched like only his own like horror direction uh speaking of uh, a Kostan- Kost- Kostansky. fuck Gee it's so dude. hard to say because i always want to say uh uh what's his name uh jim from the office oh krasinski yeah krasinski or I can't. you Fuck <laughs> this, dude. Do <What>? wow. <laughs>
0: Dude,
2: that, that, you know, <laughs> mumble that a little bit more. That could have sounded like a big old uh, ambiguous mean word. Sounds like a Russian slur or something. Fucking, Chris, what, Kristinky? Kristinky? You can call him Mr. K. Mr. Stephen K. K. <laughs> Stephen K. Fuck you. We're you not trying to do a Stephen King? Oh, you know what?
1: They got some ties to that, too. With They did It Chapter 1 and 2 effects and art directing. This mm-hmm, is a good... Mm-hmm. Like, they did Uh, It's... Like you said, Stephen Kostansky, <laughs>
0: Kostansky... See? It, it sucks.
1: <laughs> it's difficult, dude. It really is. And Jeremy it's Gillespie. Like, they write, wrote and directed it.
2: Yeah. Which um, is all... They are a power couple in horror. Seriously. Might I say. Dude. They're, they both did. Because
1: we covered Stephen on the Leprechaun Returns one. But, like... Jeremy Gillespie, I think, worked on, like, all the same stuff with him, like, the Hannibal TV show. It, mm-hmm. he, um, He's on The Boys Season 3 coming out. He did oh, the art direction Really? Friday. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be fucking awesome. The Shape of Water, which won, like, all the awards. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, Shape of Water.
1: Yeah, like, everything. Shazam, mm. Fargo TV show. Like, it just goes on and on. What a fucking Chad. Seriously. Honestly,
2: cool. in terms of just
1: special effects. Holy shit. And it's not like... I don't think they're done because Psycho Goreman was like... Last year they did this. I
2: really so. badly want to see that. I, I'd never even heard of it until we actually looked up Stephen uh, Kostansky.
1: I'm all for well, it. The, bring back body horror and bring back practical effects. These two should be the ones doing it. And um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just
2: bring it back. And I, mean, I like that they... They can make a killing if they bring it back in style. Like I mean, they, I feel like they've already have, to be honest... I'm guessing you just—I have no idea. So I'm mm-hmm. literally just making this up. But
1: I don't know if they specifically went to film school or like studied directing, or they've just been on so many movie sets. Like, but they—it di- has to he be a mix of well.
2: talent and experience. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Leprechaun Returns was directed really well. So is this this mm-hmm. one even more so? Way more so, I think.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, but
1: yeah, they they basically ran the show. Um. They are the kind of the stars of the whole crew of cast, but I will say all the actors to me like look familiar, but I like, couldn't put my finger on it. Yeah. But they're all they, pretty
2: they, accredited. Yeah. I I mean Aaron Poole, uh, who played Daniel Carter like, also pretty much are, Aaron Paul. His yeah. name is like
1: a sound away from Aaron Paul. It's Aaron know, Poole. And he looks exactly like him.
2: Right dude, I didn't want to do this, man. It's gonna be the whole Gale situation again. <laughs> Oh, don't get me started. Yeah, I already no, saw he, your official apology. I was He doesn't look that bad. <laughs> no, well no, yeah, he's pretty hot, but um... He's not
1: melted face, uh Aaron Paul.
2: Okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up.
1: He's not uh Oh, I slept in the oven last night, Evan Aaron Paul. <laughs> Bro. It's actually Aaron Paul if you say it with the British accent. Aaron Paul.
2: Aaron Paul, Aaron Paul. Oh shit, I guess yeah.
1: so. Maybe it's his doppelganger, man. He he uses this persona to do horror movies.
2: I, I mean, I guess so. I mean... Think about it. Maybe, maybe.
1: Uh, I mean... I, I knew he looked familiar, though. He was in... Um, he's, like, the main character, one of the main characters in this, uh, like, little-known... It's, like, a mockumentary, like, shot like a documentary horror movie called mm-hmm. The Conspiracy.
2: Yeah, in 2012, right?
1: Yeah, which is mm-hmm.
2: a whatever movie.
1: Uh, it's not bad, like, it's just, like, not a lot goes like an on. Like all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's done a lot of, sp- he's also the voice of Liam in Spiral, which is another horror movie, like, I see the poster for all the time, I'm like, oh, I should watch that. Not The Saw, oh, spiral, spiral, a different Spiral. Yeah. It's like a cult movie, too.
2: Okay. I don't think I've ever heard of that, actually.
1: Um, he's also plays as Paul in The Empty Man from 2020, which, you know, oh. I love all those The Whatever Man movies. <laughs> The right. Saiyan Man, the Slender Man. There's like a million of the mans.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: the man. Boba Duke Man. <clears throat> <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, we is also that the got sequel.
1: We got uh, Kenneth Walsh as Dr. Richard Powell. This dude. This is a fucking supervillain. His credits are nuts.
2: Yeah.
1: It's like back to the early 70s. Or no, he's back to the 80s. There's another one that's credits are insane.
2: Art Hindle? Yeah, his credits are insane. Yeah, bonkers. his insane. Yeah. Hey, man, I, I saw early day picture of that man. Damn. I mean, if only I was born in the 70s. Looking like a snack? Ugh, dude, he's like... Dream. That's all I can say.
1: <laughs> well, Kenneth Wells, he, I think he looked the most familiar, too, because he is in the original Twin Peaks series as Wyndham Earl.
2: I've never seen Twin Peaks.
1: You got to at some point, man. It's only a couple seasons. Like, you should watch it for sure. I still got to yeah, watch no, the new one. I
2: hear so many people talk about it. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: he's in Day After Tomorrow as Vice President Becker, and I saw he's in H two O, and I was like, "What?
2: <laughs> really? Yeah." Is he
1: playing H two O? It's a Canadian political drama. <laughs> it's not that.
2: H2O. Uh, oh, oh! I was like, fucking... damn. Damn, that got me too. I know. Shit. I, was I was like, like "Oh shit!"
1: <laughs> he's in great movies, though. He's uh, in Four Brothers, which is an awesome movie. Uh, he's in The Exorcism right. of Emily Rose, which I still haven't seen.
2: Uh, I might have seen that. I I, don't I've think seen it's a, like good two or, exorcisms. Like I've seen The Exorcist and like The Exorcism of a random name. I don't know if it's the same. Well, be careful there because
1: th- those are none of those are tied to The Exorcist. Oh, absolutely
2: <laughs> not. I'm just saying I've only seen two movies about exorcism. But there's like a shit ton.
1: You just gave me a brilliant idea, actually. Thank you. No. Because I didn't... I had an idea, a fallback plan for where our next movie would be if I didn't Mm -hmm. think of something, and you just saying that, you gave me our next movie.
2: Fuck. Chef's Kiss. It's not...
1: Hello, darkness, my old friend.
2: Yeah, I knew you were going to do bullshit. Doesn't apply at all.
1: Just saying it now.
2: On a vinyl? I thought you were like, bro, I got to get that on vinyl, dude. (laughs) Now that's hipstered it out. (laughs) That I is trend writing bro. that's what <laughs> my soundboard's gonna be.
1: It's gonna be me putting vinyls on <laughs> for, oh for this bit for like three <laughs> seconds.
2: <laughs> Fuck dude, whatever. For like a fart noise. I'm like, hold
1: up, I got that one somewhere.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm <looking> on this <laughs> That'd be great, dude. We gotta add some fart noises. That'll oh, be you, bro. how many farts out of ten would you uh, rate this movie, dude? Oh, now uh, you're thinking. <laughs> that totally funny, not obnoxious, but yeah, Kenneth Welch. Uh what a fucking super villain though. Cause he's also
1: in uh George Romero Survival of the Dead movie which yes. I haven't seen.
2: I have not seen that either.
1: And he's in Psycho Gorman which we haven't seen.
2: I really want to see that. That's why I'm like kind of begging for that to be your next pick. But it doesn't <laughs> well, have to be though. We can <laughs> we can do whatever stupid fucking funny movie you want to watch next. All right. Cuz I feel like you're going to you're going to prank the shit out of me like, yeah, this is going to be good, dude. Well, I was thinking we sh- should do somewhat movies that have
1: been seen by someone, so we're not always picking up obscure <laughs> titles. But just okay. by what I know is now going to be my next pick, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but, yeah, he's in Psycho Goreman. It was like a voice. And he's in uh, The Fog remake from 2005, which I think is terrible, <laughs> if I've heard correctly.
2: I haven't the seen The Fog, I you said it's the 2005 remake?
1: Yeah, of The Fog, which was directed by John Carpenter. Boom, Halloween
2: reference. Yeah, fuck you. Boom, <laughs> Boom, Halloween. Oh, I'll All get right. a drop for that. Don't worry. Do it.
1: <laughs> Maybe this one?
2: I could not hear that, dude.
1: I don't know. Something's
2: not going right. <laughs> oh, yeah, clearly. It's totally like it's not funny or whatever. Like Dark is my old friend, man. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you need to play, dude, play that right now. <laughs>
1: Um, but, but yeah, I haven't seen The Fog Bar. Heard it. I think that's the one that's terrible, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I, that's a I very, feel... like, 70s, 80s idea. <laughs> you, know, yeah,
2: you don't yeah, need yeah. to bring that back. <laughs> I mean, you could. You totally could. I mean, it... But it's literally just fog. Well, it's literally Looking just a clown from dead space. Killer clowns did it first and better, in my opinion. But, you know...
1: <laughs> Fucking kill yourself with that comment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, is it chapter one and two going for like an entire human organism on Amazon right now? I don't think so, dude. A what? An entire, it's going for, I mean, whatever. I lost you. <laughs> Fuck it. you, you killed my bit. Yeah, I lost you. Uh Oh, because of how expensive it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, explain the joke. <laughs> Twist <laughs> the knife, dude. Twist it deeper in.
1: Uh, We've got Daniel Fathers as the father. Um, Tidding me up, man. You, you want a little video game reference? He was the Bidman. voice of English UK Soldier 1 in Splinter Cell Blacklist.
2: Yeah, dude. I can't even yell in the mic. That is...
1: <sighs> yeah, you don't remember that iconic line where he said, I got you six.
2: <laughs> what? Fu- in Splinter Cell? I got you six. What, who who fucking... Night s- <laughs> <Need> incoming. <laughs> it's fucking Splinter Cell. It's a spy game.
1: I'm sure there's a mission where you gotta like hook a contraption up for a grenade to swing down and
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure it's Sam Fisher being like he's like Where's he tell. And 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 fucking Daniel Fathers is like
0: oh, no, no.
1: Or he's mid conversation <laughs> and you gotta like drop him. <laughs> I don't know. It, when, they made a splinter cell in twenty thirteen? That seems kind of late.
2: They they made a bunch of Splinter Cell again. I think the latest one that came out was 2015. Damn. Did not do that good, though. Uh, it was on its last leg. Like, I'm not with it that came sneak out with last one. That sneak shit. But which, pl- which Splinter Cell did he play in?
1: Um, Splinter Cell Blacklist,
2: Blacklist, Blacklist. Blacklist. Okay, and that was the 2013? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've never played that one, but I can only imagine he probably throws a grenade or covers her six. <laughs> Oh, uh, we got Ellen Wong as Kim. I recognize her from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, I haven't seen. Which that. I don't know if that's embarrassing or not. You haven't seen it? No, there's so many movies it's, on here that I haven't seen. It's by now, it's a little bit dated. Definitely ahead of its time, but also kind of now, it's like oh, it, it's in that weird spot where it was appreciated now, but I feel like if you were to see it in today's standards, you'll be like, it was okay. Was she like a kid or high schooler in that
1: movie? Because she looks young in this. She looks like maybe like 19 or 20. Yeah.
2: I'm pretty sure she plays uh, Knives Chow, which is, uh, to not spoil anything, an antagonist for Scott Pilgrim. A boss fight, if you will. Please
1: don't spoil that. Uh, she's also Brenda in the Silent Night remake. Also, I haven't seen that. The 2012. Yeah, never remake. seen that either,
2: I don't think. Yeah, no, I've definitely not seen it then.
1: Uh we got Art Hindle, who we were saying has been in, man, since early, so like 1971. Yeah. He's been in everything. Like, good <laughs> movies. He's Chris Hayden in Black Christmas, the original, Um, which, like, that alone, like, is amazing. Um, He's in Porky's, Porky's 2. He was in an episode of Friday the 13th, the series he was in the brood. Yes. Hello? Which that brings up uh David Cronenberg. I was like if you love body horror, mm. you should probably watch yeah. every David
2: Cronenberg movie. He's the master, sure. hands down the master. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I I criminally haven't watched many of his films. I know you said you've seen The Fly, right? Yes. So that that's is definitely what like I think that might have fucking imprinted the whole like body horror terrifying the shit out of me. He's so good like, at it. Yeah, when I was watching The Fly, I I shit you not, I was not expecting like that really fucked up like I think second transformation scene when he gets out of the machine again and like he's that really disgusting human fly hybrid, not like fully flyed yet. Oh he's, yeah. He's like spitting fucking like bile out of his mouth, just gnarly shit. That really that really kind of was like, wow, the fly is no joke. It's actually really good because I, I went in there kind of being like, oh, it's just a silly movie. Yeah, and it starts it's like, off kind of like horror. cutesy, like almost like a mm-hmm. rom-com. Yeah, and then fucking masterfully sweeps me under my legs and i'm terrified shit in my trousers filling them diapers up (laughs) since 09 so well
1: do we have any other like these actors have all been and stuff like good amount of stuff yeah i don't know if there's anything worth mentioning that you want to talk about
2: uh honestly we pretty much covered everybody and i could have sworn i don't know why but uh i think his name is mick uh biscoff Uh, I I swear to God, he looks so much like um, I'm drawing a blank on this actor's name, but he looks like he does a lot of uh, you know, like Until Dawn, and a couple other those like horror games that take actors and like basically uh, renders their faces into the actual game, so that way they're more so playing the character or whatever. Yeah, I could have sworn he was in like a game like Until Dawn, but I don't believe so. I think I was just mistaking him for... Oh, I'm drawing a blank on this actor because I really like him. He plays uh, Elliot in Mr. Robot. Oh, you think he What's looks like name? him? The main guy from Mr. F- Robot? At first, yeah. At first I thought, and then I was like, no, he's definitely got that like furrowed brow where I'm like, no, that's not Elliot. He was in the X-Files but, remake, an episode of it. Okay. So yeah, beyond that though, yeah, that's pretty much all of the characters I could really care a lot about. It's been a while, but
1: let's talk about some of these black cats and goblins.
2: Yeah, there's a fuck ton of goblins in this
1: one, bro. Fuck goblin. Black cats and goblins
0: and broomsticks and ghosts. Covens of witches with all of their hosts. You may think they scare me, they're probably
2: right. Black cats and goblins on Halloween
0: night.
1: Said we should probably chill out on the inside jokes, and then i drop a fuck goblin reference. <laughs> Which, out of context, but that's, sounds that's like... our I ha- joke, though. Yeah, but it sounds like I have nothing clever to say, so I literally just said, you said goblin, and I said, fuck goblin. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm the most unoriginal person that ever existed. Which is actually where the inside joke is from.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> dude, you just keep digging a deeper hole. That's fantastic, though. Well, let's yeah. talk about the opening. Yeah, I mean... I- Kind of rewatching it, I don't think it gave me the first impact of what I had originally when I was watching it. But it, it, it's pretty good, pretty solid to start off. Uh, yeah, I thought so. It was pretty I, suspenseful, like or like what's going on here. Yeah, I mean definitely for this episode, I really kind of want to like see your reaction, kind of ask you about it because since I've already kind of seen it, it's hard to remember my first initial reaction. I kind of just like smile when certain scenes come up. But I like that. I mean, it what would you kind of take of it? Yeah, from the opening. Yeah, I thought. Um
1: It gets you hooked without having to, like, set up, like, a shit ton of stuff. Like, it was pretty straightforward Mm. and quick, but, like, good, effective for what it was. Like, basically, there's, like, couple running out of a house. You see a triangle. She gets Mm. straight up shot in the back and then gasoline dumped on her and lit on fire. The other dude Mm. books it into the, like, into the woods. Like,
2: tall grass, yeah. Yeah. So,
1: like, that's pretty much all that goes down. But then you see, like, a guy with a hood on and, like... Boom. maybe 5 minutes 10 minutes and it got the uh got me in it was just mm-hmm. enough like sometimes openings can be too like drawn out especially yeah. if you're going to cut to like the credits and then start the story
2: and it's so hard to tell when the opening's over because it just drags for so long onto the main story then you're like dude are we still in the fucking opening and then you check the time and it's like 50 minutes in yeah that could, just like that could have been dragged out for stop? sure mm-hmm and no but you start definitely off with this a, movie was quick yeah which is nice but uh I mean did you find this scary like even now I even mean I'm broken in terms of finding things mm. scary
1: but I think this is a scary movie for sure
2: yeah no definitely dude if I was like six years younger when I first saw this uh definitely I'd be spooked this is a scary I mean, when you're
1: 10 movie for sure
2: yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like most body horrors would scare the shit out of a child unless, like... It's got the double, like... It is body horror, but it's not like, ooh, you're
1: slowly changing over time, like that kind of stuff. It's just, like... Mm. It's also got the, like, dread of, like, a monster. It's like a monster movie, too. Yeah. And, like, a
2: survival movie, like, almost, like, zombie-style, like, you're trapped in a place. Yeah, I was just about to say it's a weird mix of, like, Resident Evil and Silent Hill. Yeah. Where it's, like, you got guns and shit, you have weapons to fight back. And so you're just fighting off these, like, disgusting, grotesque, transformed, like, monsters. It was very God, Resident I, Evil. <laughs> it like, yeah, just blasting the uh, monster. When we talk about, like, this evil... And, I, and I, it's not really meant for any other segment, so I will ask you, I guess. What was your favorite monster? So, were they different, actually? Oh, yeah, they were. Yeah, all of them had, like, a unique kind of transformation.
1: Dude, until you said that, I didn't actually think about it. So, I thought the one with the... When Bev, the nurse chick, gets wrecked and she comes back, I was like, it's like the hulking oh, beast, like, but the body's still in front of it.
2: Yeah. Like, because it all comes out of, it ruptures out of her back and shit and, like, molds. And, like, the beginning of the transformation, we see, like, those, like, disgusting fly legs, like, burst out of her mouth and eyes oh, and start, yeah. like, scampering. I really like, because I don't know if you like. saw or not, but I really liked the fucking, uh, the umbilical cord baby when it ruptures out of the girl and like literally the fucking umbilical cord attached to the baby is dragging the dead body of the young girl as it's chasing. Really? Uh, dude, yeah, I that. It, it dude, it's so fuck. It's so silent Hill. It's so, you're seeing at the end, just, right? At the very end. Yeah. Cause that, I had loved that part, but uh-huh.
1: maybe I just completely forgot it's about pr- it. It's
2: probably easy to miss cause it's like flashing lights and like it's quick when it starts chasing and just like moves like out of, out of the shot. But like that one of those details, I didn't pick it up until the second time watching. Okay. I knew coming into the third time, but the second time, dude, that like kind of became like my favorite monster. was actually awesome. The entire time, the body's being dragged, and it's just like that thing ugh. was
1: weird too because it had like almost like a humanish skull, like scalp, but also had like spider face, spider eyes, and like it tentacles. reminded
2: me a lot of uh, Aliens Four. I haven't. I seen think it. Alien Resurrection. You haven't seen it? They have big, it's pretty shitty movie. But, yeah, they make, like, a... I mean, I don't care. I don't know if you care for a spoiler or not. I don't care. If I just drop one real quick. Yeah. They do a hybrid uh, queen-alien-human thing. And, like, of course, it just turns into, like, a disgusting, like, creature. It looked a lot like that. But... Well, not a lot like that. But if we ever cover Alien, uh, you'll know what I mean when we get there. But it kind of looked... Because it was a human skull, but, like... Just disfigured as all fuck. Almost unrecognizable, but humanoid enough... This movie was definitely gory too, like just a lot of yeah. liquids and fluids. <laughs> yeah, a lot, dude. The sound design was really, really good. Yeah, it was. It was pretty. It was pretty gnarly, like just the draining blood and shit like that. And uh, ironically enough, I, I watched a video, and for whatever reason, it was like a midnight crusade. I was tired as fuck, and I was just uh scourging through YouTube, and I saw the Mortal Kombat behind the scenes for how they do sound design. And a lot of those sounds of, like, just, uh, like, that pooling blood just quickly rushes out and just hits the floor. It's like grapefruits. Oh, like, okay. That's, like, the number one, f- like, thing to use for, like, blood or, like, uh crushing entrails, like, hitting the ground. Grapefruits. crazy. So they must have went through a fuck ton of grapefruits. <laughs> I do like those. Those are so crazy, like, those
1: Foley <laughs> videos, like, of what they actually use. To make those mm, sounds. I love
2: behind-the-scenes videos. It's so awesome. Especially... I feel like, in my opinion, the best behind-the-scenes are horror movies. Seeing, like, all the effort behind... Because, like... Because there's actions, crazy like, sounds. whatever, comedy. Hmm?
1: There's, like, unique sounds you have to account
2: for. Like, yeah, oh, That's not like exactly. if a knife went
1: into that or something. Or exploded mm-hmm. I, out of this. Or.
2: Yeah, I wonder if Stephen Kostinsky... Kostinsky? Kostinsky? Kostansky. Kostansky. Oh, Kostansky focuses on sound as well. Or if he just works on the practical effects... That's a good question because I know normally uh it's like two separate teams that work in tandem with each other for sound and actual like uh d- design and like physical like props, but uh knowing him definitely he'd probably also want to work with the sound to like translate the monsters and stuff yeah and i f- I just feel like too I, I he probably has a ton of like he probably just built
1: a great team. That would oh, be interested definitely. in it with all his connections because mm-hmm. it hits on so many different things. Like the like you're saying with the sound design or sound effects, but also like mm-hmm. the actual like I don't know if that is called composition or composing of like the different like music and like just sound drops throughout.
2: Yeah, yeah, was awesome. Yeah, like, the composition, very cinematic, yeah, it,
1: and like it just felt like a big budget movie. To be honest,
2: yeah, no, definitely. it, it honestly just it what it feels like truly is just a movie that had nothing but love like poured into it, like as you can see the efforts there not for money but literally just to make something. And they're not like
1: it doesn't seem like they're hung up on a story,
2: which is nice. They're like let's just yeah. make this shit awesome, scary, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like Silent Hill. <laughs> true, where it's like there's like a story, but really like the horror is the big meat of it. Yeah, the story is kind of secondary, which. Uh, I know for some people that is kind of like mixed feelings where it 's like if you have a really good story mixed in with good horror, I feel like they complement each other, which is true, but it's gotten, it 's got it all depends on perspective though too it 's like if I wanna be scared, story comes second, scares come first, yeah, and i 'm
1: at a point now where i 'm a little burnt out on i don 't know if it 's specifically story but just like the character development side of things, uh mm. always with the metaphors it's, and all that, like
2: yeah. That oh, super difficult to do right.
1: That anywhere. elevated horror scream five calls it <laughs> I'm a little burned out on it. <laughs> like <laughs> can we just get some fucking crazy practical effects and kills? That's cool. I'm yeah,
2: no nah, pump out some more Mandy's, dude. Like pump out crazy ass, just quick like, yeah, this is your main character. He likes stars. He dates chicks in the forest, he lost his babe. Takes some <laughs> gray gunk meth. Wait, is, I mean, is that this movie? A, that's it. you need no. It's, oh, <laughs> it's Mandy, dude. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> I am like, wait, I missed this story then. Yeah, no, but what's also pretty fucking cool is that uh, there is a little bit of foreshadow, um, with when uh, Kim is talking to I think what was the one patient in the bed? I I think his name was like oh, just that dude that gets wrecked in the beginning, Ben, maybe. Yeah, like just huh? Is he? I think like, it's Ben. Yeah, like Ben or like, like book or something. And she says like his last time, I think. But yeah, the guy that gets like stabbed with the uh, scissors through the eye. Yeah. And stuff. Uh, she shows like a medical psychology book that she's reading to like it's physiology. It shows, uh, what? Physiology. Was it physiology? Yeah, the deep oh, loving. Uh, I forgot physiology. about that. Oh, damn. They're really yeah. focused. Like, they're really showing that. <laughs> yeah because they showed uh de-gloving it's, it's just gross fucking awful i mean you know what that is oh right? of course yeah oh and they're just so like letting up, it but... chill for a second it's not like a quick flash like it's just like yeah no a clear like shot actual gore <laughs> yeah like real life like gore and so but uh she's reading about physiology and like de-skinning and shit like that and that's exactly what dr richard's oh. doing oh taking off his fucking skin and shit because it's like that whole metaphorical in a creepy, cool sense of like, yeah, like this isn't my face, and like the foreshadow of like, yeah, there's like uh, something inside of them, which was cool that they don't really explore much of that. Like, why do they transform? It's just because they believe in this religion, and that like when they die, they transform and they go someplace else. Yeah, like that's not much like is really pretty much what about. you get. Hmm. I like that. But uh, yeah, there, there's a handful of like. Foreshadowing in this movie in the beginning, too, and it's so quick that it doesn't like leave it super blatantly obvious that it's foreshadowing. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's a good one. Yeah, but uh, I think overall, uh, what did you think of just, I guess, thematically speaking, the like supernatural monster esque horror of it? Like, did you think it really worked for this? Do you like that? Or, oh, yeah, it kinda, I love that.
1: It's like again I if it gets um too into the sci-fi it's not that I don't like it it's just like I got to be in the mm-hmm. mood um I didn't feel like that I th- this honestly did feel like I wish the last 10 Hellraisers could have been like this good oh shit <laughs> you yeah. know like mm-hmm. yeah like that would have been a new take it almost could be in a weird universe like it could be some kind of offshoot like um, like Cenobite yeah it, it, or just like updated kind of like sequel to hellraiser mm. that i would have liked it works for, uh, that way
2: yeah yeah or just
1: um any of the just like i had guessed, and i knew this only from looking at the poster i'm like this is totally an hp lovecraft story just because like the tentacle
2: arm like the whole picture that's exactly mm. what it looks like and that's exactly yeah. what
1: they were going for so it definitely has
2: that vibe too yeah, no doubt, and especially, and it's so weird with H.P. Lovecraft because it's almost kind of like a lot of his shit, like cosmic horror. Yeah, like cosmic horror. weirdly. Yeah, weirdly enough, it is kind of sci, very sci-fi, and like ahead of his time, uh, for shit like that. What makes it more like
1: sci-fi though is when they really get into the nitty-gritties of like where it's coming from or how it's getting here, mm-hmm. like getting into the backstory of that. Whereas this didn't really do that, so it, I wouldn't like. I would classify it. Sci-fi is like a subgenre of this, but I wouldn't say like, oh, it's a sci-fi movie.
2: This is definitely a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horror first. Sci-fi could definitely be something pondered about, like second. What I would guess they spent that eighty-five thousand dollars on
1: from that crowdfunding is all in corn syrup.
2: Oh, <laughs> fuck! Like literally, location, corn syrup. Everything else is just out of pocket. Yep. Because it was a, it was such a fuck ton. Especially in that one scene where they're in the basement and they're like in that like uh holding i guess cell of like all those rung up bodies and like those malformed like transformed cultists oh yeah yeah where they're just blasting with shotguns and shit and it's like it's all over the walls like because i watched the behind the scenes video of like that specific scene and there's so much fucking blood like covering the walls that are just pitch black like you don't see it but it's just there it's always like there just for like i guess continuity yeah, no, The like, the entire room was, like, fucking flooded in corn syrup. This
1: is definitely one of our
2: juiciest movies. Yeah. Beyond, uh... I wonder if all this blood is just corn syrup, you know? Like, these characters are walking around with just corn syrup in their veins, <laughs> you know? Let's get a shot here. Oh, oh God. Oh. oh, God, that's blood. I cut you off in the middle of talking. What were you going to say? No, nah, dude, yeah, just edit it out, edit it out. <laughs> it's gone. No, nah, it's just crazy, though. Like, they, they really just kind of fucked up that uh, hospital set. <laughs> Well, I got a kill count and this is hard to do for this movie, but I counted 14. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'll be real, <laughs> practically everyone dies except for Kim and then uh Mick's the character. Yeah. yeah. Which is uh I actually kind of a twist in itself because you obviously
1: think they're setting up the you know, the cop and his wife to survive.
2: Mhm. Yeah. But that I happen. mean, yeah, uh very very um that that scene was also I really really liked that scene, uh, that kill in particular I felt was very like where the which one where he acts where her? he t- puts her out of her misery yeah or I guess supposed misery when she's like transformed into like this cocooned like uh, surrogate mother or that she's becoming I I forgot um, I I don't think they ever f- uh, directly address why she like transforms into that. But, but she's, like, important to it somehow, right? Yeah, because he says that now she's a mother, like, in a oh. very, yeah, nuanced way. So, But and it's she weird never how got little on fire, though, did she? She did not, no. She was just hacked into, like, tiny little cubelets. <laughs> okay, so that does the trick, yeah. too. Yeah, she was Gordon Ramsay'd. There are some gnarly kills, though. Yeah, dude. I, I will say, personally... And I and I kind of forgot it. Uh, Mitchell's death was surprisingly like right before when he was grabbed. Which one's Mitchell? Was, oh, the main dude. Uh, the, the cop. Uh, no, not not the main one. The uh, backup sheriff that comes in.
1: Oh, yeah, he gets yeah. absolutely wrecked, doesn't he?
2: <laughs> he does. But right before that, he gets grabbed, and it's like it, it's almost like it was edited out. And I don't know if that was just the version I watched. Something uh, weird. I lost TV, something but, in that context. Or I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, because he was just grabbed, but it didn't show him getting grabbed. He just got like pulled. and He was being dragged away, but it didn't show him get grabbed and like fall to the floor. He was already on the floor being dragged. And By then, the time everything else was just going down, did they?
1: St- st- that's when the tentacles started going in his face too. Is that that one? Oh
2: God, yeah. When it went through his eyes and like in his mouth and shit. Yeah, that actually yeah, that. No, that-
1: That Bev one that you're talking about, too, that one is actually super creepy with the whole, like, this is in my face.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because at first I thought, first time watching it, I thought it was blood in her face. No, but that's, like, literally just her, her, like, peeling off the skin. Yeah. Like, that's just raw, like, muscle and shit. I
1: thought she was at least, like, slicing it off with a scalpel or something, but no, she's, like, picking it off.
2: tugging it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, just crazy good kills, like, everything from, like... The bullets, the shotgun shells hitting bodies, and like axing, like like disgusting mucusy pus that comes out of uh, Bev's transformed. How about that monster? like mucusy stuff
1: for like the one dude down in the basement that has a hole through his head because he's like a dead body. Oh
2: yeah, and he's like elephant trunk thing. Yeah, he's just like slamming like, gr- it on a metal
1: pole, <laughs> like through a metal pole, and there's like mm-hmm. gross like viscous fluid
2: connected. Ugh. Yeah. Like, really, really just, like, nightmare fuel shit. All that stuff that you could never do with CGI. Exactly. I don't, to be fair, the only kind of CGI I'm pretty sure they really used, other than just, like, uh, quick little, like, makeup on certain kills, was probably just when he fucking tackles, oh, when um, Daniel tackles Richard. Through the little fucking like wormhole. My only noticeable end. CGI was
1: with that like the master's face. Like that to me, he looked CGI. I th-
2: I think they might have touched it up with CGI, but they made like an actual face, like a prosthetic face. Really, for him.
1: something looked yeah. weird about him.
2: That was the mm-hmm. only one that was like, okay, something's going on, bro. That's what I felt about with Slenderman. I thought he was all CGI the entire fucking movie. When he we might watched as it. well have been. <laughs> Yeah, I that's know, a right? perfect example. Though they tried to do body horror with that, with CGI, oh, and it was not.
1: atrocious. Yeah. It was Just it was like okay, the idea was cool. I can't boring. remember what it was. She was looking in the mirror,
2: trees like coming out of like their mouth and shit, and like yeah,
1: but it looked like shit. You can't do it. It Doesn't matter yeah. how far along we are, like in technology, a Snapchat don't. filter on her and it's
2: like scary. <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, that's exactly what it is. Ugh. But no, th- this fucking movie knows how to do it right. What would you say is your favorite kill, though? Oh, dude, that that's hard because I think honestly, um, now it's like I'm trying to decide: do I what do I like more—the human deaths or like the monster deaths? Oh, true. I didn't think about that because yeah, I mean,
1: uh, oh, fuck. but aren't dude. they the same in a way?
2: Kind of. In a, in a way, yeah. I mean, they're just re-killing the same person, so true I think with a different soul oof dude that that is hard because like I kind of and I'm super biased obviously but like I like them all but I think my favorite is probably when uh Daniel Fathers I think his name is Travis in the movie which I don't think we ever get his name or I forgot if we did uh when he just has all those bottles that he took like in the first 20 minutes of the scene when they're raiding the medical room looking for a Uh, Bev or not Bev sorry Uh, I forgot the I forgot Daniels like babe what her name was Kim no not Kim Kim was the young uh, trainee the girl that uh, lost a baby with the main character
1: oh maybe Allison I'm not sure
2: yeah Allison and like he has all those like bottles of alcohol and shit and like he tells the kid to like shoot him and stuff because it like stabs through him and like pulls him in and just, it's when the fetus baby is, like, chasing them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. To to put it in more clear context, I thought that was really fucking cool. When he takes himself out. Oh, okay. Monster. That's near the... Yeah, and he just explodes in a burst of flames. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. That was really cool. But also, Mitchell's death was... Like, through in terms of fucking my favorite grossest kill, that was probably disgusting as fuck. With all the, like... Like, so it was, like, her hand, and, like, they turned into, like, tentacles going through his, like, eye sockets and mouth. Oh okay, yeah. That, that was, was pretty. That was also pretty gnarly. Yeah, like, I I think I'll go with the fetus baby because that was my favorite monster. So I, I'll give it to my favorite kill. But mine does. Was yours involve
1: a baby? But it might have been the granddaughter giving birth. Like that whole scene was so gnarly, Didn't, and then they stomp <laughs> on her face after. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Or like explode yeah.
1: her stomach. What do they
2: do? It's like. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I want to say curb stomp. Yeah, because the I, I the don't monster know. like
1: smashes a couple faces. <laughs>
2: well, like, oh, yeah, way it way smashes her face. Yeah, yeah, because she's like she's like, oh, it's beautiful, and like it turns just to just fucking yeah, dist- wrecks her shit,
1: wrecks her <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> the stomp has been overdone a little bit of recent years in horror movies, but that was a good stomp and gross. Yeah, like the and amount it, of fluid. Like,
2: oh shit, you fucking curb stomped your own mom, dude.
1: Yeah, true. And she—that <laughs> girl was creepy. She did really good. That the granddaughter after good she, plot twist. Yeah, after she slit yeah. her own grandpa's throat, uh, she was like really creepy because she was so happy and like smiley. She was creeping me out for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. I I really liked that. Uh, I was because it's almost like literally everyone except for the four characters or five characters, I guess, with Kim, Daniel, Travis, the guy that sacrifices himself. Uh, mixed character, and then Allison, everyone else in that hospital was like a cultist. Oh, is that what's going on?
1: I, I had a yeah. feeling through the movie. I'm like, this sheriff is definitely in on it. Um, who's the other thing that I guessed in the beginning? I'm like, well, I did guess that because they kind of set up in the opening that the kid and his uh, dad are like, you would think they would be bad I think after watching it, but I was like, oh no,
2: those guys are trying it's, to it's try kill him. It's not his dad. Oh, it's not. No, it's not. No, they uh, the guy teamed up with the kid because the kid watched his family die. Okay, because they were they were getting attacked by the cultists. Because he was saying he was like blaming him for something. The dad or it's your fault. Yeah, he because he had like a whole, uh, like psychological like trip, like what Daniels had, and he turned around to the kid. was like, oh, it's your fault. Like my family got sacrificed or whatever. Yeah, I saw him holding, like, the little girl's shoe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, suck yeah. it up,
1: dude. <laughs> <laughs> Man up, bro. Stop being a pussy. That You know, the most so Mandy-like part of this movie, when you say those comparisons, was, like, the um almost, like, subliminal shots throughout of, like, space and, like, space random things. Space, so, yeah. That, that, I that liked was amazing, that. It though. was just
2: cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some It was, like, shots. a true, like, eye candy.
1: Yeah. That I really like. But... <laughs> That's almost like an H.P. Lovecraft like uh, thing now. Like I don't even know like style, or I guess you say space horror. Yeah,
2: cosmic horror. I could totally see like uh, Cthulhu esque inspiration for sure. Um, Yeah, I mean with the I don't know the like the triangle is a thing. I think also H.P. Lovecraft or because triangle i'm pretty sure i might be fucking spitting out of my ass but i know like triangles are like symbols for change like delta
1: you got too deep i think
2: got a little bit too deep no the triangle is for like evolution and change and that's why like in a lot of cult movies they'll show a triangle or like a triangle mixed with like a pentagram or something Hmm. and yeah but i forgot who kind of started that trend of like the deeper meaning behind uh, like triangles and stuff and cults, but I I want to say H. P. Lovecraft because it, it just seems like such an like such an easy scapegoat. Well, but, there was that other monster thing that
1: like um, what was the who died for? Oh, Beth with the body in front. I was pretty mm-hmm. impressed with how they shot like. It wasn't just like, oh, here's the monster, like it kept evolving, like then it had something like shoot out of its head because it was like turning
2: into something again. Yeah. I was like, like holy just shit. like the thing, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah, like it just kept going. Mm. I'm like, holy shit.
2: Yeah, no. I mean, it this movie just goes 0 to 100 and stays at 100 after. Yeah, and they were really the flexible with time. that
1: like with those effects. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow.
2: And there's definitely the
1: thing um homage is a reference or like inspiration there for sure.
2: Like, burning them with fire and shit like that. Yeah. Making sure that, you know, they stay dead. Oh, and they did the, uh like,
1: the exorcist, like, crab walk with one of them. One of the corpses. Oh. And, like, its head was all yeah, spun yeah, around. Yeah, 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 That's some... Mm-hmm. Even that is nasty body horror.
2: Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Like, possession shit. Or just stuff that looks like that. Like, the ring.
1: The unnaturalness of, like, your body contorting like
2: that. Mm-hmm. God, there, there's a fucked up monster in dead space that uh it cuts off your head and it, like it slides into the like the like the open socket of your like throat and it, like controls your body and like it starts moving like that too like you're being puppeted oh, like shit. the like monster it's so it's fucked up that that one monster in dead space scared the shit out of me and it's like a little head crawler and it has like three little tentacles that are like razor sharp it's just flying at you yeah it just like jumps at you and it's like a qte like a quick time event so like you have to like just blast it before it just slits your head off or i guess just severs your head off and it just, and it's so gross because it like digs its tendrils inside of that open socket and then like just starts controlling your body and you start moving like that monster in uh the void oh damn because then it, and then it just starts moving because like that uh the dead space has so many like kills where like they drag on like so many game over scenes where like it just shows like the main character getting ripped apart like shredded and shit It's not like you, like, lose all your health and you're like, ugh, like, black screen. It'll, like, drag on, like, an actual, like, murder scene.
1: But I feel like just because it's a movie, you get, like, infinitely more respect. Because, like, obviously a game, you can pretty much program anything your imagination comes with. Oh, it's
2: so much easier to, like, create things as it is physically. Yeah, no, this movie, and especially with, like, only, like, 82,000, like, predicting, at least, that amount of money. Oh, It it was more than that, but still. More than that, yeah. Even if it's not even like half a mil, that's incredible shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I got some tidbits for you. Oh, dude, please. We talked about
1: i love it. to hear them. Most of them have letters like barely any CGI and mm-hmm. all that. Um, the hospital using the film was actually a former high school in mm. Ontario. Because I don't know if I mentioned that this was filmed in Ontario, Canada. And this is just a very Canadian movie. If you look at like all the actors, they're all Canadian. Yeah, they're all Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the writers of the film say they were inspired by Guillermo del Toro who was working on the ill-fated At the Mountains of Madness when he made mm. a comment about wanting to do Lovecraft but in a way that no one had envisioned or seen before. I have not heard of the Mount- At the Mountains of Madness. I know, Mount the Madness, John Carpenter.
2: Yeah, wait, I might know what they're talking about just from doing Lovecraft in a different...
1: Uh... It sounds like didn't do well, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> um, the movie's I, tagline. I, I, you, what? No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just gonna say you hear so many people wanting to do Lovecraft in a different kind of design, and like it either works really, really well or just kind of flops.
1: Yeah, or they just that's don't like really very mention risky. that's what they're trying What's to that? do. They just mm-hmm. like draw from it. Yeah. Um, the movie's tagline: "There is a hell. This is worse." Comes from director Stephen Kostanski's short Insanophenia. I hope that's somewhere that we can see. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Near the beginning, a patient is watching Night of the Living Dead, which was directed by George Romero, and Kenneth Welsh, Welsh, who we mentioned, and Kathleen Monroe, both were in Survival of the Dead from George Romero. Um, The film was originally going to be shot in an actual abandoned hospital, but the abandoned hospital that was scouted to be used proved to be unsafe to shoot in. That
2: probably would look sick, though. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome, and you might be getting into it, but did you know there was a lot more monsters planned for this movie? No. That they actually had to cut out, just because it would like extend the runtime? Oh, that sucks. Yeah, they, they show some of them, though, in the behind the scenes, and I think in the first trailer, and in that short you were talking about, I think there's uh, monsters that they really badly wanted to use. So, because they just planned it, but they didn't actually shoot it, right? Uh, No, I think they did do a little bit of shooting. They had to cut it out, though. Yeah, so... I mean, maybe somewhere out there, there might be uh, an extended behind-the-scenes or maybe, like, unedited uh, cuts of those monsters. But uh, some of them were pretty fucking wild. Because they were, like, floating corpses held by, like, tongues, tendrils, gross shit. Like, a lot more, like, unique designs.
1: I wonder if it's on the Indiegogo that's still there cuz it has like videos and stuff and like their plans and designs cuz they're trying to like pitch it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's on there. I don't want to play these videos though. Oh yeah. shoot. Look, Void Location Scout. They have all these videos. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's probably the one for yeah. the for the hospital.
2: Mhm. Um yeah. That's interesting though. Yeah, that that was my tidbit. Yeah, cuz they they had so many more monsters planned out, but they just <sighs> there was just so much that they couldn't.
1: <laughs> well, at least I will say the ones they did do like especially the big ones like, mm-hmm. they were so in-depth, <laughs> like... Yeah. Man, they really went balls to the walls with them. <laughs> and stuff I didn't even notice, like you said, with the drag
2: in the body still while she's coming out. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Ugh. Uh, that, that's, like, like crazy good detail. Like, that... Because, that, again, dude, I, I'm a fucking fanboy for subtle body horror, and, like, just dragging that, like... By the umbilical Like, literally fucking dragging you by your insides because you're still connected to that monster. It's crazy shit. That's pretty gnarly. Yeah. All the, uh... They're a big fan of, like, the cords
1: and tendrils and tentacles, which are all really gross. Yeah.
2: Ugh.
1: Like, connected to something or going inside you. It (laughs)
2: works.
1: (laughs) And all very liquidy. Like, they have, like... They're just covered in, like... Fluids like sticky fluid, Mm
2: -hmm. yeah, mucus, yeah, like very like viscous, like gnarly pus and like bodily, just ugh, Um, gross ass shit. (laughs) I will say that they did mention that
1: it the creature design was influenced by John Carpenter's The Thing, Mm -hmm. and apparently Kenneth Welsh was in two movies with Kurt Russell from The Thing. Really, yeah. And he's obviously in, like I said, the remake of The Fog. Mm. Um, And it says it contains obvious plot references to John Carpenter's uh,
2: Prince of Darkness, which I still haven't seen. R- wow. Yeah. I'm fucking faffing then, dude. I, Huh. I've only watched that movie once. I can't remember but, if I've seen it or not. Now that I see it. No, I think uh, I'm thinking of In the Mouth of Madness. Yeah. Now I feel like a fucking idiot if they said, like, obvious plot references. I might be able... I'd I'd have to rewatch. It says, the the similarities
1: between the two films can be seen in the idea of characters under siege by a cult in a confined environment containing a supernatural entity and a portal to another world, and a lead character sacrificing himself by pushing the evil entity back through said portal.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, never mind. I, I thought they meant more, like, direct references between the characters and... I mean, which is... True. Never mind. Never mind. I mean, I'm still faffing. But what the hell is this? Just before the credits, hmm. an unfinished giant
1: black pyramid can clearly be seen center screen in the black cloudy sky on an alien planet. Yeah, I yeah. Know. Although the pyramid is completed, during a moment, a sun ray cuts the pyramid by the head, resembling as it is seen on the back of a U.S. dollar bill.
2: Whoa, dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think they probably just thought that was cool. They're not like,
2: dude, like the dollar
1: bill, man.
2: Well, no, because of Illuminati. Well, of course. This is the Illuminati. Yeah, see? It is. I mean, shit, that might have been the Illuminati. These were clip. lizard people. Fuck. Printing the money. Controlling the government. green like lizards.
0: No, not Living like in this. In lizard world. <laughs> no, not like this. Not like this. I see it. This is wrong. Nothing I can do. He's gotta run his course now.
1: I feel like this will be a pretty short section. We don't really have a lot of plot holes or continuity or horror trope kind of stuff. I don't really have anything to be honest.
2: Yeah, I it's very ground it's very grounded in like real shit. Like I mean yeah, people act monsters. like people. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Dimensions that, you know, another dimension. Like, come on, we've seen that a million times. Like, that's yeah, just real life. Come on. If, if we've seen it in the movies, yeah, like if it's in real life, so what? We're ready for it, dude. People have already made movies about it. Which but yeah. That's nah, a I mean, way to not have
1: any if you don't give me a whole bunch of shit to dissect about the cult and all this. Like, yeah, keep it vague, but give me enough, and then I don't have to like think like, wait, mm-hmm. how did
2: that work? How did they begin? What's the origin?
1: I still would probably need, because we'll also talk about the ending too, like what was the one guy's motivation was it basically just like Hellraiser style. Like, I'm just trying to... Like, does he actually specifically say what he's trying to do? I know he did a little speech. Yeah, he's,
2: try- he's trying to reincarnate his daughter. Oh, okay. But why is yeah. he that? What? Like, okay, so he found out about the cult. No, he, he founded the cult through like just... Uh, being in, like, that desperate state, he probably did a lot of, like, cult research and, like, found this f- crazy-ass psychotic, like, Hellraiser-esque kind of, yeah. uh, religion or just method of, like, rebirth, and he's like, that's how I'm gonna bring back my daughter. And so then he creates this cult, it, like, bringing in people, converting them, uh, to, like, this transformative kind of religion or whatever, and then he knocks up that one, because, I mean, you probably knew, yeah, that he knocked up that one young girl, right? Oh, yeah, the granddaughter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that really fucked up scene. He was like, yeah, you're my surrogate mother for my daughter to come back. Yeah. Yeah, but his whole motivation is to bring back his daughter. and But because he's so obsessed with the cult and everything, he's like, yeah, this is... Per- like, we have reached perfection or whatever. And that's how he just kind of stumbled upon this alternate dimension. It It's... Uh, I think the whole alternate dimension was like, yeah... Something it was like a give or take, like give and take, where he gives up something to then like give back his daughter. That's get one back thing. His daughter.
1: I mean, it's purposely vague, but I'm like with the ending though. I'm like,
2: so he tackles him. A lot of people say it's too much, like too like broad of a thing to ponder on.
1: Just at the very, very end, where like the last mm. shot of like, oh, now we're in this dimension, him and her. So like maybe they're just trying to make it not so dark of an ending, I guess. They're like, oh, see, they still kind of survived just in a different dimension or something. Mhm.
0: I didn't hate it and or anything,
1: but
2: yeah. I was just like oh, uh the only what? thing that I would say, where where did Richards or Richard go? Cuz he tackled him into the void. Right. That's another good question. Yeah, but maybe he got like destroyed or whatever or whatever it might be. But apparently people that were transformed or otherwise like killed, I guess end up there. Right. That's,
1: that's That one was a little like, I didn't need a specific shot mm-hmm. of, oh, just them two. Now they're in like, almost like, oh, yeah, it's no, all right. It worked out for them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they're fine. They're holding hands. Yeah. So they made back up. It
1: is kind of a modern love story though. You didn't even know it, but the Asian girl and uh, the
2: mute kid basically were meant to be together. Yeah. They survived. I thought that was pretty cool. Not many people kind of, Uh, Do characters like that, where like they're like they're mute because their throats literally like slit? Yeah, like their vocal cords are cool. Like I don't know, that was kind of like a quirky little. Oh, so that's cool. He doesn't talk. It's not because he's like shy or like mental or whatever. Right? Like he's
1: (laughs) actually just injured. Like no, he's bold. He's mentally challenged (laughs) and he has throat slit, which is a worse combo.
2: Yeah, as a back. Hey, I mean, been there before. (laughs) Yeah, we've all been there before.
1: (laughs) No, no, you've been. there
2: the mentally challenged oh, yeah. part, and I'm down bad, bro. Yeah, <laughs> still, still there. Actually, thank you for reminding me. Do you want a sequel to this movie? You know, as much as it would be awesome to see how further this like whole like lore could go, I feel like it's perfect where it's at. Yeah, I Personally, want to see that. Like movies. It, yeah, no, definitely. I, I would love to just see more movies by this guy, but if they. You know, if they sprinkle in a cute little reference to The Void and like any of his future movies, I would be more than fine with that. But yeah, I, th- I think it's good with just one movie. I don't know how well
1: this did within the first like couple years of it coming out to where they thought of it as a success. Um,
2: I think it was more so just a passion project. I don't think they cared about the success. More like so they just wanted to create something. success
1: enough in terms of like, oh, a lot of people have seen this. We should do a. Sequel or something? Mm-hmm. I still don't even know if like it's had that kind of like I don't know how many people have seen this movie. I don't think Stephen Kostansky does sequels, does he? Um, not so far. Yeah, I think well, he kind Leprechaun of, like, returns, sleep.
2: <laughs> but well, more so like his own kind of uh when he directs his own film. Well, I mean, I guess he did direct. It probably helps that they have returns,
1: successful careers outside of it, so they don't feel like, well, that's. Already in the cards. And now I have to make a sequel because this thing worked and people yeah. liked it. It's like, no, I could try something else now.
2: Yeah, I think I. I honestly think that's really good for just creators in general, not being kind of forced to be like, oh, people loved this, I have to make a sequel. Yeah, it's more so like, yeah, I made that, I liked it, but let's do something else. And collecting new
1: ideas, because like, oh, and after this, I'm gonna go do like one of the most successful. I think it is the most successful horror movie of all time with it. Which is someone else's movie, but
2: still, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, even then. I mean, he fucking carried the effects on his back, broke it nearly in half, and... Yeah, that movie is amazing. Made the best. That movie (laughs) blends
1: CGI, and... Some people don't like the CGI in it, but, like,
2: I thought it did well, actually. For what it was, yeah, I thought it was alright too. I mean, because it's a new movie. They had to at least use CGI in some places, so they did the best they could. Well,
1: much like... Daniel, at the end of this movie, taking out the master. You want to send this back to whatever hell it come from? Uh,
2: I guess, bro.
0: Can't you stop this? Can't you call it off? Nothing can call it off. But I'm going to send it back to whatever hell it come from.
2: And you know, it's fucked up. We sent it someplace worse than hell. That's true. Fuck. I mean, I don't think that movie deserves that. It was pretty good. I'd put it in a nice little spot up there, up in the clouds. Well, on IMDb, it has a
1: 5.9. Pretty
2: solid. Pretty good for IMDb. It has a 77%
1: on uh, Tomato Meter, like Critics, which is crazy. That's good. Only 75 reviews, but still. I mean, yeah. And a forty-seven percent audience score—that's pretty damn good. That actually does have
2: respect. Forty-seven percent audience score—that's
1: pretty good considering I almost every horror movie we cover, like either no one's seen I, it on there or just has no. Yeah.
2: I always kind of had, and like this was way back when we first started doing this. I honestly thought audience score was a lot more lenient than the uh, Tomato Meter critic score.
1: It's weird. Some of them, they are. It's like, depends. But yeah. but with this, you're also comparing. There's only 75 critic reviews, and there's over 5,000 audience. Mm.
2: So it's mm. like,
1: it's definitely not one-to-one.
2: Yeah, true, true, true. Um. Yeah, so I was just so reading Jordan, a critic
1: review that didn't like it. The Void <laughs> gets louder, grosser, and more stupid the further it progresses, becoming an endurance <laughs> test in its final sequences.
2: Boo. Bro, what? What? Mm, right. I, what I was going to say, give me their fucking name, address, zip code, IP. <laughs> <laughs> I need to it, know docks, everything, docks. dude. Rally the troops. <laughs> Rally the troops, dude. That, God, what a fucking... And that's a critic? <laughs> so, Aren't we all critics? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Everybody's a critic. Well, Jordan, give me your criticism. What, what would you rate this? So, I'm going...
1: Better be a good one, dude. No, I am. I'm going six <laughs> and a half. Okay. Which is good. Really good. I was torn on actually mm-hmm. almost giving it a seven, but I'm like, well, when I compare the movies that have given like a seven or higher, like they're crazy good. But damn, this movie was really good. Like it, maybe it does deserve a seven. Like it's that good. Like because it doesn't give me fluff, which I don't like. Um, mm-hmm. It's not trying to be something. It's not. It's not trying to be some super intellectual deep thing. It's like,
2: elevated horror <laughs> no it's elevated <laughs> in the sense of that like the cosmic shit like hp lovecraft stuff yeah. like inspirations elevated like it's which shot amazing it has
1: practical effects on like any movie like all that stuff is elevated but it's not mm. trying it's not as try hard basically yeah <laughs> like it's just say like exactly <laughs> what it is is what it is and apparently you could rewatch it and miss like you can rewatch it just for the fact of seeing other practical effects you missed out on, which is awesome.
2: Mm. No, definitely, dude. And what, mine's gonna be yeah, pretty what high. What's it? What do you More got? To am that? I giving this? Bro, I, I'm gonna give this a seven point five. That's I. Fair. Yeah, I. I mean, I really, really like this movie because just purely off of what it comes from, what it's trying to be. It's inspired off of my favorite horror movie of all time like the thing by John Carpenter or his rendition of the thing uh it has funny homages to or not homages more so it's also inspired roughly from Silent Hill a lot of des- it just a lot it's got a lot of gaming references for me just it, <laughs> in the whole grand inspiration of just creating this it has the body horror down pat i'm a sucker for body horror it it freaks me out i like watching horror movies to get freaked out and uh, it it does have its issues Uh, I mean, I can definitely see what some valid criticisms with it being like characters aren't as impactful. They're kind of weak. I can understand that. But I feel like this movie is definitely not trying to be so story oriented. I feel like it's definitely horror first, visual horror first, and then story second. Which, if you're going in the movie with the right mindset, like you'll... It's super enjoyable. You can overlook that super easy, which I have done before for sure uh yeah and (laughs) i really want to call this like elevated horror but not in the goofy you know dopey ass like oh you know the messages behind uh it's actually a metaphor for grief yeah metaphor for grief actually it is it it (laughs) is yeah no it really is it really
1: is but not in a like oh the whole time it wasn't actually this she mm -hmm. he was just like in a uh, he was, hospital, he was in a
2: traumatic state. Yeah, he had a coma. Yeah, he was thinking all of this. No, but yeah, I mean it's, and it doesn't. It's not afraid to like, you know, not pull punches and just fuck up people. Uh, That's true. Really, 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 just an exciting movie. It really very is. pretty to look at too. With cosmic, some of the cosmic scenes that they do put into it. This is the
1: most like the thi- like this is. A- it's like one of the best, the uh, thing, homages ever, especially for mm-hmm. our time. Like, yeah, if I, uh. it's very similar.
2: <laughs> no, absolutely, dude. That yeah, works. Cronenberg, uh, I really, I need to start watching more movies by him because, definitely, as you say, he's like the father and the master of body horror. I've only seen The Fly, I think. Well, oh yeah, you should. You definitely should. I don't
1: see i it's funny, I'm always harping on like the character development in a lot of these or I'm like or more so just like, oh mm. I can't stand these characters.
2: Like we don't need it, like don't try to like make me care for this character. Like right. I already don't off the get go.
1: Unless you legitimately pull it off, which is fine, but this mm-hmm. one doesn't bother me in the slightest. Like maybe oh, yeah. just say so they don't do it. Now John Carpenter does it really well in the thing. I mean that he's like a master at that about oh, like yeah.
2: creating personalities and them having their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um and it works so well too because it's like a who done it? It's more so like that's true. Too. Can't trust anyone. It's like the whole theme of like centralized anxiety, distrust. You don't know who to trust. That just that whole because I love how, and I am discussion for a little bit, but with the thing, it's like double layered horror where it's like alien, crazy, uh psychotic, just body horror. And then underneath is, like, the horror of, like, mistrust, not being able to, like, trust anyone, being by yourself. They it's
1: slightly like, included that in here, but I feel like if they went uh-huh. too oh, hard yeah. on it,
2: then they would have, like, they probably would have felt like a ripoff. off They did it really well to where it's not so much that the characters were directly, like, oh, I right. can't trust you. Like, more so with, like, the cultists, because it's, like, it just comes up. Because everybody already kind of moderately trusts each other. Like, we're in the same boat. That's, like, a a constant uh kind of theme that they have going on it's like fuck it we're in the same situation we got to just work together i don't give a fuck about your but the one dudes do this shit done so like the duo yeah they don't yeah um they're, they're just anyone. in it for themselves which is super like human like humanistic about it too which is dope that they're not like kind of all right fine we'll join you whatever which they do but they do it in a more like if it benefits us yeah we'll help you but otherwise we're not going to go out there and get ourselves almost killed for nothing yeah really kind of like walking dead-esque character like survivalist kind of deal which is dope well yeah but i was gonna say great ass I mean,
1: movie why don't you uh before i tell you what we're doing next
2: why don't you uh plug in tell the people Art. where we're at dude hang on dude. well did, 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 yo 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 what? jordan oh forget, shit yeah. yeah are we putting this in the of house are we putting it us? to a place worse than hell what would you think
1: I think we got room.
2: We got, I was about <laughs> to I was about to throw some shade. I mean like we threw in movies for less. Yeah. But I can't even think, think off we, the top I think of my head. But three
1: leprechauns at least
2: made it in? Oh dude. <laughs> three or four of them. Leprechauns fantastic. I think four. Four? Do we even put leprechaun returns in? No. I, I think we did one, three, four, and in the hood. In the hood. Wow, we put
1: four. In, we put four. Yeah.
2: Left. Maybe we are
1: running out of space. Well, <laughs> n- at the next yearly board review, you know, we can always revisit those.
2: Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take some folks out. You know, kind of redistribute them, do whatever we need to. But I say yeah, making, I would definitely. We don't have say really this, any modern like
1: body horror in there. You know, we need something for everyone.
2: Yeah, we need variety, dude. Yeah. Because so far we got a bunch of uh, midget horror. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So not, you're not allowed to say
1: that, dude. Oh, you are a midget, so it's okay. Yeah,
2: exa- Yeah, it's fine, dude. I forgot. It's Like, can I really white face on Marty White? True. Exactly. Now, can you tell people where they can Take find notes, this? America? And yes, it's making yeah, it in the House guys, of Thousand Horrors. Please, uh, if you want to email us, our email is House of the Number One Thousand Horrors at gmail dot com. If you want to check out some funny ass posts on Instagram or Twitter, it is House One K don't forget the at handle at the beginning, but you guys already know that I'm a boomer when it comes to social media stuff like that. Uh, and Jordan. Leave us a five star review too. Thank you. Yeah. Or a one star as well.
1: Or one. One or five. Nothing in yeah. between. Make it funny. You waffling fuck. Um, I will say Who that next, I'm so torn. I do want to do Psycho Gorman at some point, but it's okay. I want to if if switch you don't it do
2: it, then I'll just do it next pick. How about that? And I'm picking so.
1: something that's Probably not the most seen movie because I think it's only exclusive. But it's the movie is called The Cleansing Hour, and you might have to use my Shutter login for this. So I know it's on Shutter. I, I don't know if it's out everywhere. I might have seen this. What
2: cleansing? That sounds that sounds very familiar. The Cleansing Hour. You haven't seen it. Probably. Did you watch a Why YouTube
1: recap on it? You didn't see it. No. But yeah, it's not an old movie. It's from the past couple years. But yeah, that's the Never next mind. movie. Nope never seen it saw the front cover nope never seen the front cover
2: no yeah no I, I as soon as I saw the front cover I was like nope never seen this before I was probably thinking of something else like the witching hour
1: well I saw it when it came out I want to revisit it because I don't remember it but I remember liking it so is it another 2016 movie I don't know I thought it was newer I than thought that.
2: I saw 2016 that'd be pretty pretty on pretty on point dude so well, good job on that continuity yeah
1: now that we're back in the the regular flow we're off of a series taking a little break it's weird It's weird, but it's also kind of nice. It's refreshing. I will see you next time. All right. Peace, guys.